Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This morning on the third hour of today, touching tributes. Courtney Cox and Matt LeBlanc opening up about the loss of Matthew Perry, their personal messages and memories from the set of Friends. Then later, a Thanksgiving feast with an artificial flavor. Make me a complete Thanksgiving turkey dinner shopping list. Vicki Wynn showing us what happens when you let AI plan your holiday menu. Plus, Ed Helms is here live in Studio 1A, sharing the perfect holiday movie for the whole family. And would he ever return to the office? And you can't spell holiday without DIY. Easy crafts to step up your Thanksgiving decor and fun activities to get the kids involved as well. Today, Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. What day is it? Oh, yes. What day is it? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Pump day. It's not the same when you're not here. Oh, you guys didn't do it last week? Well, no, we do it, but it just doesn't. No one gets more excited. You're the only one who gets that excited. I do. It just never gets old. I see the camel (laughs) trotting through the office. Uh, Thank you again for being with us on this Wednesday. We've got a lot to get to this hour. We are going to start... Uh, with some very new and personal tributes for Friends star Matthew Perry, two of his former co-stars sharing their grief, sharing their memories for the first time. And NBC Entertainment correspondent Chloe Malas is here with that. Hey, Chloe. Good morning. morning. Hey, Craig. Hey, everyone. Um, You know, the reality of Matthew Perry's passing is still reverberating through Hollywood, and the magnitude of this loss is still setting in. But yesterday, his Friends co-stars Matt LeBlanc and Courtney Cox began to open up. Spread your wings and fly, brother. You're finally free. Part of a loving farewell to Matthew Perry, posted Tuesday by his on-screen best friend of a decade, Matt LeBlanc. The post begins, It is with a heavy heart I say goodbye. The times we had together are honestly among the favorite times of my life. Welcome home, man. And then this from Courtney Cox, his on-screen wife. I am so grateful for every moment I had with you, Maddie, and I miss you every day. The two posts the first public comments from Perry's Friends co-stars since their joint statement just days after his death. We are all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. Sweet mother of all that is good and pure. (laughs) Perry passed away in a hot tub in his home October 28th. The cause of death deferred. Investigators still waiting for the toxicology report, which could take months. To my best bud... Thanks, best bud. Perry's on-screen chemistry with LeBlanc, Cox, and all the cast was the secret sauce that helped propel Friends into an iconic place in TV history. I'll I'll get you later. (laughs) Over the weekend, Michael J. Fox, Perry's inspiration for acting, reflecting on their friendship. He's a funny guy, and and if I was ever as funny as he is, he's as funniest, and I'm happy. After attending Perry's private funeral, some of his castmates now sharing their sorrow and memories publicly. Cox posting an outtake of this iconic scene. 
You think you knew I was here? Okay, your turn. No, no, beginning. He told me to say it, he did. And LeBlanc sharing these sweet sentiments. It was an honor to share the stage with you and to call you my friend. I will always smile when I think of you and I'll never forget you. Never. In a nod to their characters and their friendship, Matt LeBlanc ending his tribute with humor, saying, I guess you're keeping the 20 bucks that you owe me. <laughs> thank you, Chloe. Thank, thank you, Chloe. Thank you. All right. Well, now to a new high-tech way to plan for the holidays. NBC News senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is here. She tested out whether it's possible to use artificial <laughs> intelligence to make Thanksgiving simpler and less expensive. Yeah. So how did it go? Oh it was actually really fun, and I'll say it turned out pretty good. It was okay. basic, but fun. You'll, t- you'll see. Good morning. We all know the possibilities for artificial intelligence are seemingly endless, but how does it stack up in the kitchen? Can it save you some money, some time, some stress? Watch what happens when we cook an entire Thanksgiving meal following recipes and a shopping list generated completely by AI. Turkey, stuffing, potatoes, and gravy. There's nothing like a Thanksgiving meal. This year, turkey prices are down 29% compared to last year. But items like ham, sweet potatoes, green beans, and canned cranberries are up almost 60%. To start planning that feast, consider how many people you're serving. That determines how much food you need and how much it will actually cost versus your budget. So to take out some of the guesswork, I'm going to let artificial intelligence figure it out. There are some options. I could use Google Bard, Microsoft Bing AI. I'm going to try ChatGPT. Make me a complete Thanksgiving turkey dinner shopping list and recipes for eight people with at least four sides for less than a hundred bucks. Within seconds, give me what looks like a pretty simple, easy to follow shopping list with basic ingredients. 10 to 12 potatoes, two pounds of green beans, four sweet potatoes. This sounds like about enough food for eight people easily. It even let me put in specific requests for recipes using an instant pot, an air fryer, or for guests with gluten-free restrictions. It recommends a store-bought pumpkin pot. That'll be simple. And this is interesting. It actually says the cost may vary, but you can find budget-friendly options. Then it recommends that I shop for sales, use coupons, and consider store brands to keep costs low. It's almost like ChatGPT watches our consumer confidentials on today's show. Let's go shopping. I start at the top of the list. The most important ingredient, the star of the show, the turkey. Next up, we need some butter. All right, I got my olive oil, and whenever possible, I'm listening to ChatGPT buying store brands. Salt and pepper. I'm looking for onions. One, two, three, and four sweet potatoes. Some of the ingredients I didn't even need. So my shopping list calls for celery and carrots, but I took a closer look at the recipes because I'm not making the stuffing from scratch. I don't even need these. And most importantly, it's not Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie. Okay, I've got all my ingredients. Grand total, 85, 47, under 100 bucks. Time to start cooking. My team and I get to work. Ugh, giblets. We follow the AI-generated recipe word for word. The AI says we're going to use salt, pepper, paprika, and garlic powder, but it didn't actually tell me an amount, so we'll just eyeball it. That looks like a good-sized bird. Last step, we're going to cover this bird with some foil and pop it in the oven 
The instruction said to cook it at 325 degrees for three and a half hours. All right, we'll see how she does. Meanwhile, we get started on the side dishes. Stuffing from the box. But not everything went smoothly. Oh no. Some of the instructions were a little vague. It doesn't tell you to cut the potatoes, but we definitely don't want to boil them whole. So why don't you go ahead and cut them into one inch squares? The shopping list also didn't tell us to buy milk or brown sugar, which was required for some of the dishes. The recipe reminds me to add some salt. All right, these are done. Easy peasy. Looks good. Finally, our bird is cooked. The stuffing fluffed and the potatoes mashed. AI did not help me with carving instructions, so I'm just gonna do my best here. Moment of truth, the turkey is ready. The reviews? Hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah? Paprika. Who would have thought? <laughs> Potatoes are good. Cheers to an AI Thanksgiving, guys. Totally edible. Nobody totally got sick. That's, that's what I want for my meal. And especially when you've got like some 20-somethings, might be your first Thanksgiving. This yeah. is a legit way to sure. kind of meal plan and keep onto a budget. Obviously, not everyone was a Michelin-starred chef. So there were a few <laughs> hiccups, like we burnt the brown sugar, we burned the butter because AI wasn't really specific on cooking times and instructions. We didn't have eight people at the table, but there were plenty of leftovers mm. for the five of us. And it was a really happy early Friendsgiving. Yeah. But it was fun. fun. We had a good time. Mm -hmm. All right. So what other tips do you have, for? I guess, for AI for the yeah. rest of us? So here's the thing. When you are typing in the prompts, the more specific you can be, the better your results will be, will come back. Mm -hmm. And then also just don't hesitate to start over or use different types of AI to see which ones kind of so give like you a more specific. So like how specific? Like for me, as I typed that in, it yeah. was, please give me a shopping list and recipes for eight people for a Thanksgiving meal. For, uh, under $100. Like mm -hmm. we just wow. really specified yeah, every single so criteria say, we wanted. You know, for folks who are trying this, like use your brain also. Because, yeah. yes. you know, if, if you're missing the milk, realize that mashed potatoes have milk in it. Carefully compare <laughs> the ingredient list yes. and the actual recipes yeah. to make sure you're getting everything. We thought we did that, but we missed a couple of things. Right. And also, it, aside from AI, consider using Bopis this holiday, right? Buy yeah. online, pick up in store. That'll help cut things. Or here's a new, this newfangled thing. They're called cookbooks. But <laughs> other than that, if you don't have a cookbook, next best thing, AI. Betty Jo Melvin. Oh, Betty oh, Jo Melvin and that does mac she have and cheese. She just feels. Yeah. She just feels. Oh, yeah. but we we're feeling uh, Betty Joe and Craig because they are featured in the December issue of Southern Living, where Betty Joe shares the recipe oh. for her go-to oh holiday dish. Oh, wow, that nice. is the, the mac and cheese. A Listen, what a beautiful picture. you know, I always I always pray that my mother lives a, a long and Amen. healthy life. But yeah. if she died tomorrow, what? she would. She's this lived. Is, this is it. This is it. Growing up. Oh, being kind of southern. Growing up in my I'm house. I'm like, where is this story going? Ebony okay. Jet Southern Living. And a holiday edition. Oh, Betty, Betty Joe. Oh, I love We're that. sorry for Craig. Yeah, it's, it's a so lovely crazy. picture. It's a great article. It's an Ebony Jet. Southern. And you're going to be here alone. Yeah. She can still be beautiful. There was no reason for him to bring that up. No, I'm just saying. Like she, no, there's no reason. I love it. Don't put that out there. She, she made it in the magazine. She made it in the magazine. You can pick up the December issue of Southern Living this Friday. And it's she, a beautiful What is picture. wrong with I got, you? I got there, and she picked up my clothes for me it just like I was good. six years old. Like the old days. She's and you're like, okay. AI. Do you have that in a frame somewhere? That's a good I'm one. Coming up, yeah. speaking of nothing, <laughs> our favorite chefs are sharing. Well, you know what I meant. The stories behind their go-to sides. 
Chef Marcus Samuelson showing me how to make his grandmother's famous meatballs. And he did not wish her demise. But first, Dr. John Torres is going to help us get a better night's sleep, including how to use sounds to rest easy. Now, today, to your, to your question, right back. Yeah. this is, this is, she said she's asking me for a recipe. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, Betty Jo Melvin appreciated my defense of her. She did. She said, I love Al. So she's, she's watching right no, now? Of course. She watches every morning. morning. Uh, speaking of, of this morning, today's checklist. We're going to help you put some, get some sleep. We're going to help. We're going to. We need some sleep. <laughs> we're gonna do, we're gonna about a third of Americans don't get the recommended seven to eight hours. That's according to the National Sleep Foundation. So NBC News medical contributor, Dr. John Torres is in the studio to help set us up for a good night's rest. Always good, good to have you. It's good to have you guys, too. So apparently it doesn't start when your head hits the pillow. There are things we should be doing throughout the day to ensure that we get a good night's sleep. I think most of us realize, you guys probably more than most, because of the shift you work, a lot of us don't get the sleep we need. Mm-hmm. But the thing we might not realize is that we're creatures of habit, yes. which means we need to start a habit as soon as we wake up. And if you think about it, especially back to old, you know, the cave-dwelling days, mm-hmm. the light affected our bodies. And so you want to make sure as soon as you wake up, you get that bright light first thing in the morning. Open the curtains, get outside, get some bright light, exercise routinely on a regular basis for your health, but it can also help with your sleep, especially if you exercise early in the morning. That's going to be extremely important. Consistent meals. We've all been there where we've eaten that thing late at night and it just keeps us awake all night. So Mm -hmm. consistent meals throughout the day. Make sure you limit your caffeine. Alcohol and tobacco as well, those can keep you awake, and so you want to limit those. But caffeine, limit them in the afternoon. Some people can stop at 5. Some people have to stop at noon or they won't get enough sleep. And then no screens before bedtime. That's probably the toughest thing because I'm a victim of this as well, where I watch TV and then go straight to bed and try to get to sleep. So if you can get a half an hour of downtime before you go to sleep, that can certainly help out. So we've all heard about white noise, but now we're hearing about different colors of noise. So explain these each. And I think we've got an example. This is one of my favorite words, but there's a cacophony of noise product out there, right? There's There's a lot of noise about noise. Yeah, so the biggest ones right here are these ones here, white noise. That's what we're hearing right now. Let's take a listen. 
It's basically the spe the full spectrum of noise, and it drowns out everything. If you live here in New York, yes. any big city, you know, the trash Kids truck, the honking horns, the ambulances, white noise is the thing to do that. The other one that came along is pink noise. That's a more gentle noise. And think of gentle rainfall or gentle winds. Listen to this. There's literally a siren going by right now. So it's like a lower frequency. I've never heard it of is. It's very quiet. It's I more like quiet. That. And it's one of those things that can actually help people get to sleep and stay asleep. Kind of relaxes then, you. It does. And then the new one of the newer ones is brown noise. And it's called brown noise for this thing called Brownian motion, which is looking at a microscope and how things ro rotate around. It's kind of like ocean noise. It, ocean noise, steady rainfall, yeah. deeper rain, deeper wind. It's a deeper kind of noise. Yeah. This can actually get you into deep. REM type I sleep. use the brown noise all the time. And, you know, I really and Al, you bring yeah. up a great point because it's very person specific. I yeah. switch back and forth yeah. between white and brown depending some on just, how it affects so me. Some noises so irritate. Some noises can irritate people, okay. definitely, especially children. So you want to be careful and make sure that, you know, you might have to switch, but definitely mm. experiment around with okay. which one works for you. We have about you. a minute left. Talk about optimal sleep conditions. What would you say? So the best sleep conditions are, are number one, you know, make sure that you turn your phone off, the notifications yeah. and turn it over so the light doesn't come on and wake mm -hmm. you up. Keep it cool. 60 to 68 degrees. Years ago, Craig, you and I talked about being yes. at 68 degrees. That's optimal for me. As you get older, though, some older adults might like it 75 degrees. Yeah. And so it can be much warmer for them. Close the blinds. Remember, we started yeah. talking about light can wake you up. You want to be careful with that. So get those blackout blinds. Those can help. Dr. John, thank Good you. Advice. You bet. Good Great tips. All right, coming up, some of our favorite chefs are sharing their favorite sides. I learned how to make Chef Marcus Samuelson's Swedish meatballs yeah. passed down from his grandma, Helga. And then later, one of our faves, Mr. Ed Helms hey. is here live, filling us in on his new family movie and how it felt to be a teen again. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. holiday treat for you this morning, a savory side. We asked chefs and other Today Show friends to share their favorite memories and a delicious dish from their family table. It's part of a, a new hour-long Today All Day special called Hometown Holidays. So I got to stop by one of Chef Marcus Samuelson's restaurants, Havan Mar, to hear about his favorite side dish from his grandma Helga. Marcus, How are my you, my friend? How are you? Welcome oh. to Chelsea. Welcome to Havmar. So, Marcus, you know, it's the holidays. Give me a sense of how you grew up. Well, I was born in a hut in Ethiopia. And then at a very early age, my sister and I and my birth mother, we had tuberculosis. My mom passed away, but me and my sister, we got cured. And then we got adopted to Sweden. And I went from being Kastahunse guy to Marcus Samuelson. So what were the holidays like for you? My grandmother, she was the food factory. All relatives came to Grandma Helga's house and she just produced. Early November, there was like always bread to be made, saffron buns to be rolled, herring to be pickled, uh, always something, right? And as you get closer to December, the big Swedish smorgasbord started to happen where there's like, Seven types of herrings, five types of salmon, <laughs> meatballs through the roof. And she made all of it. When you're an immigrant, you always have your foot in the old country, although you're not there. Now Marcus, his wife Maya, and their children combine the three cultures for their family holiday. There will always be some Swedish glugs, but there will always be Ethiopian dishes. And plus, of course, Thanksgiving turkey, 
If there was only one thing that you could eat of your grandmother's, mm. what would it be? Her Swedish meatballs. What makes those Swedish meatballs stand out? Well, our family was a Swedish middle-class family, but our grandparents coming up were poor. And when you have a Swedish meatball, you can really feel the poverty. Because it's, you know, there's breadcrumbs in there. Why is there breadcrumbs? Because there wasn't enough meat around. Everything was about filling out. Right, you didn't stretching have, it. Stretching it. That's what the Swedish meatball really represents me. And my grandmother, she never read a recipe. Uh, you have to feel things. These type of lessons that she gave me, right, are still the lessons that I am teaching my team here today in Manhattan. Based on what grandmother Helga taught me. And that teaching continues as Marcus took me into the kitchen for my own lesson on how to make Grandma Helga's meatballs. Oh, look at this. Complete with my very own designer apron. We can start cooking. Uh oh. Oh, wow. We're now part of the Elite Club. Oh. Madonna got one. Oh. Oprah got one. Oh. And now Mr. Al Roker got one. You get an apron. And you get an apron. Not and everybody. You get an apron. No, it's a very small club because it's not handmade. Oh. Woo. So. I love it. Now, I was ready to get to work. And the key, I think, for meatball is that it should actually be bigger than you normally see them because if they're too small, mm -hmm. they're going to get dry. Look at that. Boom. A little bit bigger than a golf ball, I would say. Finding out a few unique ingredients along the way. Pickle juice. In our Did case, you say pickle juice? Pickle juice, exactly. That's what we Pickle got juice ask. is having a moment it's right now. It's having a moment. It's going to be a hot topic on today's show. <laughs> for a holiday side that would make Grandma Helga proud. For me, I can't eat this without thinking about my whole family. Comfort, right? Isn't that good? Happy holidays. Mm -hmm. So Marcus sent Grandma Helga's meatballs. Not just the meatballs, a whole meal. That's right, some uh, wonderful apples, some Brussels sprouts. My goodness. What do you think? Fantastic. They're delicious. Now, unbelievable. And not dry. Fantastic. Some of the moistest meatballs I've mm -hmm. ever had. Uh, if you want the full recipe, they're going to be in our hometown holiday special airing at 10 a.m. Eastern over on Today All Day a channel on Peacock or your smart TV. Special also features so many of our favorite celebrities and chefs sharing their favorite holiday sides. Sebastian Maniscalco, Jesse James Decker, Tiffany Thiessen, so many more. So make sure you tune in. Well done. Well and done. beautiful apron. Yes, it's lovely. Yeah. All right, guys, coming up, speaking of the holidays and Wellness Wednesday, we are going to talk about how to manage stress during the season and the power of doing less. Here, here. But first, Ed Helms, live in Studio 1A, is going to share all the details about his fun new family movie, and we're also going to take a look back at his time in the office, too. We'll be right back. Our next guest has been entertaining us for years. For seven seasons, Ed Helms played Andy Bernard, the Nard Dog, in the hit <laughs> NBC series, The Office. Oh, and who could forget him as Stu in the Hangover <laughs> trilogy? Well, now, Ed is yet again at the helm of another hilarious film. This one's called Family Switch. He plays Bill, the patriarch of the Walker family. When his family encounters an astrological reader, they wake up to a full-body switch. The parents are now the kids, and the kids are now the parents. So yeah, making dinner turns out a little harder than we thought. Just a bit. 
It's so nice to have you here. Welcome Thank back. you. I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, yes. well, yeah. glad we could talk about this movie. It kind of has those like Freaky Friday vibes with that switch thing going on. It's... You obviously were at one point Jennifer Garner's husband, but mm-hmm. now you play the brother. So how does that dynamic work on set? It's uh, it, it's a classic body switch movie, but with the fun of it being the whole family. You know, Jen is just the best possible scene partner. You can't yeah. ever ask. She's so committed. She's so hilarious. And we got to do the, the husband and wife thing, like you said. And then all of a sudden, we got to play kids. <laughs> and thankfully, I used to be a kid. Yes. So I had a yes. lot of life experience to draw on. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I mean, when you play a 13-year-old, it's essentially, you know, you're playing a teenager. How do you get into that mindset? Are you just drawing on your past or... Or did you bring in a focus group with other 13 <laughs> <laughs> Well, thankfully, uh, like I said, I did used to be a kid. Also, the script really nailed it. Okay. Like, the script kind of had it all baked in there. We had a really funny script to work with. And uh, and then just a lot of improv and fooling around and mm-hmm. kind of, like, trying to tap into uh, all of that teen angst mm-hmm. and insecurity. Like, I switched bodies with my son in this movie, and he's kind of, like, a, a, a nerdy, you know, scared kid. And in the, the story of the movie, he he comes out of his shell. And mm. uh, there's just a lot of kind of life lessons that get mixed up in it. But, yeah, I uh, I had my struggles as a mm-hmm. teenager. Yeah. Didn't yeah. we all? Sure, of course. Yeah. In fact, yeah. we have proof that you were, in fact, <laughs> once younger. We've got you posted recently a picture of yourself. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, this is a little younger than 13. Aaron explains I, what this, you were talking about. You're basically a white version of me at that age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so seeing that, what would you tell your younger 13-year-old self that uh, if you got a chance to talk to well, him? Well, first I would say buy new glasses. That, <laughs> like, we just need to do better you there. you your parents for Yeah. That. Yeah. And then I would say... Uh, yeah, definitely keep the braces because they're they're working hard in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but also like just kind of be, I don't know. It's just so hard to to have like self love when you're a kid, right? Yes. You're trying to figure it out. That mm-hmm. all you're comparing yourself to all the other kids, and that's the most important thing. Just like find your true self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we have you. You know, we're contractually obligated to ask you about The Office. Yes. Um, I Perhaps you heard or read recently the co-creator said, you know, I'm open to the idea of a reboot, but but not like The Office. Maybe right. like a like a spinoff a la The Mandalorian, what it was to, sure. to Star Wars. What would your ideal spinoff sister show look like? Well, I like this Mandalorian <laughs> kind of reference. Okay. So obviously... The best version would be Andy Bernard as some sort of bounty hunter. <laughs> right. Or you could be Grogu. Like, yeah, sure. Uh, just sort of, uh, as long as I get to ride one of those uh, speeder bikes, uh-huh. I just, yeah. So I, I honestly don't know. With Mandalorian, and now we're not getting the answer we all want. <laughs> well, truthfully, I don't know anything about it, and I, uh, but I just love Greg and, yeah. uh, and the dunder mifflin universe greater cinematic universe as it grows i'm all for it whatever takes shape the dmcu yeah exactly like <laughs> and thank you so Thanks, much Seth. we always love when you're of here of course thank family you. switch it's coming out on thursday november 30th on netflix oh good to see you thanks for being here coming up tis the season for stress so in wellness wednesday some strategies 
to strategies to prevent us from feeling overwhelmed. Then later, we've got some hands-on holiday fun for the whole family, including one that may inspire you to start a new Thanksgiving Day tradition. Third hour today, I'll be right back. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. My village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, this is a Timely Wellness Wednesday. We're going to help you prepare for the holidays. Not the cooking, not the shopping, but the stress. And here to help is Melody Murray. She's an author. She's also a marriage and family therapist. Melody, welcome. Good morning. Hi, Melody. Hello. Good morning, everybody. So, I mean, again, tis the season for stress. Uh, Lots of family gatherings. So what, what is something that we can do to help ease the stress, keep the peace during the holiday season? It's really important to have personal boundaries during the holidays. And whenever we talk about boundaries, we're typically talking about our relationship with other people. But this is different. You have to take care of yourself and you have to make sure that you are not overextending yourself. Make sure that you're not doing things that you really shouldn't do or don't want to do. So make sure you pay attention to how you feel before you decide to participate in an event or go somewhere or throw a party. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to how you feel. Do you feel excited or do you feel resentful? Do you feel exhausted already? You really need to pay attention to what's going on with you to decide if you're going to continue or not. See, one of the things I think that people don't say enough is no. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, because then you, you st- when you say yes, you start piling things on mm-hmm. as opposed to no. And then you could always say yes. Exactly. And no is a complete sentence. You need to be able to say no, but also pay attention to the relationships that you have. And sometimes you need to reevaluate those relationships. Like if you find that you're doing the exact same thing that always brings you stress, that always drives you crazy, you're hanging out with certain people that you know you do not like. And they don't like you and they make life harder. Maybe you need to do some editing. And maybe you Mm. need to say no to some of those invitations, say no to some of those relationships. You have a right to set new boundaries, which say, hey, yes, I used to do that. And I used to host that. I'm not going to do that anymore. But what does that mean? People don't know what they're not getting. Meaning sometimes people want to have you want to have a surprise. You want to do a surprise gift or or you want to host or you want to do all those things. But they're just in your head. Yeah. Don't say them out loud until you are 100% sure you want to do those That's things. Good advice. Just, yeah, don't just automatically say yes to anything. Mm-hmm. I like to say no to everything. <laughs> because hey, I don't like, because like when the day comes, I don't know how I'm going to feel. Exactly. Yeah. See, and, and Deborah will say, well, maybe we'll make, and then to me, that's more that's stressful. Worse. That's yeah. worse. Yeah. And you're hovering. Yeah. It's absolutely worse. Say no. I say no to everything. And then when the day comes and the event comes, 
How do I feel? Do I feel like I want to do it? Yay! Nope. It's a surprise. Oh. Melody shows up and it's a surprise. Ta-da. Yay! There's a surprise. Everybody's happy. There are some holiday gatherings we can't get out of. <laughs> and you know that there's going to be maybe that person that just brings you angst. angst are you asking anxiety. for a friend? I'm just curious. <laughs> what are you supposed to do in those situations when there's that person you know that's going to get into that conversation that you don't really feel like having? When it comes to, I think, engaging in any type of event, have in your mind before you get there, set expectations. Mm. Set expectations of how long you're going to be there. Maybe limit how much time you're interacting with anybody or in any particular place. And make sure that you are avoiding things that could come up that could, that you know bothers you. Mm. Excuse yourself. Lie if you have to. Say yeah. you got to go to the bathroom. Well, right. <laughs> 20 minutes later. You're it, still- it, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you, you know, some people really like to, they like to stir the pot and they like yeah. to cause drama. Yep. And so, you know, solicit, ex- solicit a support from, from a partner, from a cousin, from a sibling. Yeah. Say, keep me away from this person. Mm-hmm. Let's dance around the room on opposite sides of it. Get help when you need to create that distance between you and somebody or a topic that you know does not sit well with yeah. you and it's not going to end well. Melody, you want to come over for Thanksgiving? I'm in. Okay. <laughs> right. no, 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 no. Say Maybe. no. Say no. Maybe. Say no. No. Say no. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. Say no. And then right when the food gets served, I'm knocking on your door. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Melody. Thank that was you. great. Uh, up next, fun holiday crafts for the entire family, including bringing a mini Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade right into your home. We're going to show you how to do it when the third hour of today comes right back. We are back with some fun ideas for your Thanksgiving get-together from creative crafts to activities that will help pass the time while that turkey is cooking. Shannon Dougherty is here to help Hi, us. Guys. You may know her at, at Home with Shannon on TikTok. Shannon, good to see you. Good to Welcome see back. you guys. Oh, Happy Thank early Thanksgiving. The seasons are just flying by. flying by. So this first one isn't just a craft. It, it's a, you say it's a hack, so it's like it's, it's like a crack. It's a craft and a hack combo. Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays. I love preparing in advance because we're all cooking. Dylan and I were just talking about having people over, and it's good to prepare in advance where you're going to put all your food. Sure. So I take some craft paper, line our cabinets or our center island, lay all your platters the night before, and then start writing really fun sayings. I am what I am. Star of the show. Oh, good gravy. Appealing mashed potatoes. So as your guests walk around, Mm -hmm. they read the sayings. Your kids can help you make this. That's great. They know what they're eating. They know what they're eating. And if you have allergies or things, you can also write it right under the craft paper. And you make another good point. Like if you do this the night before, that's one less thing that you've got to worry. You've already got your platters out. And it's an easy cleanup. You just Mm -hmm. throw it in the garbage. This is absolutely adorable for, <laughs> this for a crudite. This is such a fun one. So this is also a little hack to get your kids to eat vegetables. Because if you make it fun food like this, my kids help me make this one. It's so easy. They think it's cute. They'll eat it more likely. And if you're in a pinch, you can just get all of this from the grocery store. You don't even have to cut it yourself. So two seconds later, you have the cutest little turkey crudite. That's great. That's great. It's almost too cute to eat. <laughs> Now, what is what do we have here, Shannon? Some easy crafts for you guys. This is a DIY platter. It's also a keepsake. So you make it every oh. year with your family. You just paint their hands with the different colors, have them go on the plate. They make turkeys, spray it with a food safe stealer, and you are done. So you can wash this. That's you can great. wash it. Yep. Write their names, write the date. You can pass it down. That's great. really cute. That, that, great that's a really little. cute idea. And this yeah. is really easy to do. 
Okay. And more with I me. I could see Lindsay doing that. Oh, no question. <laughs> That's I, a fun if one. If she's watching right now, I guarantee you we're going to be You'll doing be that next. You'll be that tomorrow. <laughs> Another easy one while she has the paint, have your kids go outside, get some rocks and leaves, mm -hmm. paint them fun colors, and then when they dry, paint them with white. A cute saying, I did give thanks. You could do happy Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and you have an instant centerpiece that costs you basically nothing. Right. Really cute. Your kids will love doing that, too. That's and you can occupy your children for That's the thing. It's hours of entertainment while they're painting <laughs> those rocks. While they're painting the rocks. Now, this is a little three-for-one for Thanksgiving for you guys. It's a coaster. It's mm. also a nameplate, and it also can turn into a little ornament. So I did them for you oh. guys with your families. You just take family pictures mm -hmm. and some glue and sealer, put them right on the coasters, and you make... I love that. Little That's brilliant. I actually families. do this when we take off the bottom of the Christmas tree. Oh. You I save that yes. little piece, and then it smells really smells nice, Smells good, too. and you can do the same exact thing I did. Alla's granddaughter. And they're sentimental. Everyone can take them home. Now we've got this whole tablescape here. What's going on? My all-time favorite. So my kids love the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Obviously, that's the true sign of Thanksgiving. So make a fun table for them. This was really easy to do. So I took some of the Legos, and all of this is is wrapped around boxes. We drew puffy paint on them. So when and I did little taxi cabs. Those count as their name, so they know where they're sitting. This is. It's fun just kids a really table. fun this table. Really fun. The hit of your Thanksgiving party. The balloons oh, fall in the parade, so they can it's fall windy. on your table if you need. Okay. It's a really easy one. He'll, he'll yeah. play parade master. Oh, 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 oh. oh see, see what happens. Oh, it's a day. There they go. It turns dark. <laughs> Shannon, thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you. We're sorry you had to see that. All right. It's a great idea. You have a great day. It's in spite of Craig. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. Tomorrow, one of our faves, a third hour today, actor Paul Giamatti live in Studio 1A. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, music superstar Gwen Stefani and a sweet surprise for viewers. We will see you right back here tomorrow. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Love you, Betty Jo. Bye-bye. <laughs>